This podcast contains adult language. What's up, DigitalDarren.com listeners? It's Darren, and it is vacation season. It's summertime. We got the 4th of July rolling around pretty soon. So all our faithful listeners knows what that means. That means it's outtakes and volume season. So if you're new, outtakes and volumes are just content we have from previous podcasts that then make it into the final cut of the podcast, and we keep all those together and make a podcast out of all the bloopers and outtakes and things that Never made it to the mainline podcast. So this is a fun one. I think we got three or four particular outtakes and bloopers. And we're going to start off with one of the most recent outtakes and bloopers we had. And it was a, it was from our podcast, 248, the Atlanta House Draft. And it's specifically about Taco Fall. So Sam D. Calhoun and myself talk about Taco Fall. And I'm adamant about why the Hawks should take a fly on him. Meanwhile, the other two aren't. So I hope you listen and enjoy like I'm saying, he's the greatest player ever in the history of the world. All I said was, look, second round, free agent, take a fly on him. Late first round, take a fly on him. You're going to get some late first round is going to be Chris Donovan, Maringovic from the Australian League. You might as well take Taco. Nah, I'll take him over Taco. You don't even know him. <laughs> exactly. I know Taco, I don't believe you saying he keep You've been being the drum about this taco motherfuckers before the trial. Like, <laughs> hey, now, like you say at 17, the horse should be taco falls. Motherfucker who didn't even get drafted. <laughs> you said they should get bold or somebody who got drafted in the, in the 50s. <laughs> and like everybody was saying then, we're like, yeah, I can't believe he fell this far down. I was with something wrong because he fell that far down. can't believe he's sitting here going this. This motherfucker really do move like a lampshade. Yo, let's keep on bringing up fucking Taco Fall. Okay, if he don't fall, let me run. Hey, hey, Calhoun and Darren, check this out. For for Al, what pick that was? Thirty something. Uh, for for Bruno, uh, Fernando, 34, right? Thirty four, Philly girl. Yeah, check this out. Taco ain't Taco ain't gonna block his shot. Oh, it's, it's Bruno Fernando would dunk all over Taco Falls. I disagree, but. How do you disagree for goddamn? How do you feel about being a drum for fucking Sean Bradley, twenty nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> is Zion the most explosive player in this draft? Since you saw that game, did Taco make it hard for Zion? I, we've all said <laughs> yes, no. Did he make it hard for Zion? Did he make it hard for Zion? That's all I'm asking you. Zion fucking six foot five. Did he make it hard for Zion? Yes. At the bucket, yeah. Okay. You just said yourself the lead full of. Hold on, let me make my point. You just said yourself the lead full of bunch of six, seven motherfuckers walking around. If they can't shoot, this man got an eight centimeter vertical. He don't need it. He can dunk standing up. Yeah, like I'm saying, build a team around him. I'm saying the motherfucker be the tenth person on the team. 
There literally, there literally was a guy like you back in ninety, whatever, eight, whatever, going. But when new bowl is seven foot seven, you can't coach that. <laughs> literally, there was a guy going. There was a guy going. You gotta tell me, Sean Bradley. You seen this guy? He's the great white hope. He's seven foot six. <laughs> That's what you are. Say that's on my taco bullshit falls. Is everything we go for the fall? No. Is everything we dread for the cold? Don't believe in taco, man. Uh, again, you can't you can't convince me that you shouldn't sign him to a free agent contract or take a second round flower. Looking Kyle Lowry gonna dunk on Taco Falls. <laughs> Y'all, y'all can't convince me of that. That man's seven six. He has a real role in the NBA. He's gonna play for the College Park Hawks, man. <laughs> he might be two chain secret weapon. Off the bench, he can't even start. He got to come off the bench for the College Park Hawks. He may, he may, man. All so I say this: recreational center on Cleveland. This nigga Roselle fan starting in center. A Roselle fan. Summer League, Taco Fall. Get out of here, man. Again. <laughs> All I say is this. We can wrap it up. I just feel like this. I feel like he, there's a... This man is Taco Falls, man. This man trash. Hey, y'all can say emphatically as you want. I feel like the NBA has a place with no center in the 90s. And my new bowl was in there. Couldn't stick with him. This man is terrible, man. I seen him. I was like, who the fuck? Is this fucking inflatable tube? <laughs> <laughs> Laboring from fucking foul line to foul line. Get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. That man playing cherry pick ball. You can't have, you gotta have him on one side of the floor. That's what you gotta keep him in. You just keep him on the defensive side then. Man, you imagine what a pick and roll gonna look like with Taco Fall? They're gonna rape him. Like, There's gonna be charges after the game. Like, hey, Steph Curry, please come with us. We seen what you did out there, Taco Fall. You gotta get out the hope and get your bitch under control. We sick of them. <laughs> no, all I said is you just play the defense like, hey, y'all gonna go through every screen and funnel everything to Taco. Let them drive. Taco gonna block it. And they won't fault to come to this motherfucker. You won't get him in action. <laughs> you want him to be out of your defense. Taco Fall gonna embarrass your ass. Again. <laughs> yeah. Again. You talk about a man who's in the L league. He didn't even make the G league. That motherfucker in the L. Again, I could be wrong, but I feel like you. I feel like you should take a fly on him. Third GM said no twice. <laughs> Third GM said no to Fred Van Vliet, and look at him. <laughs> you Van Vliet in this Because huh? in this NBA, if you can shoot, you got a shot. Honestly, he didn't. 60 GMs, 30 twice said no to Van Vliet. What's this post move, Tom? Hey, in a game of height, you can't. A game of height, height still matter. This ain't a game of height. They gonna pick and roll that man to death. Like, literally, RIP Taco. No, they not. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you a smart coach can find a way around it. Yeah, let me ask you. Let's let's do this this way, like we used to do back in the twenties. What would be his speed on two K? His speed out of hundred. Yeah, his speed probably sixty. Man, you a fine motherfucker. His speed, his speed like seventeen. Like his speed can't even drink yet. What what's 
what's his agility? It probably like a forty. His shot blocking gonna be a ninety nine. Oh, his shot blocking gonna be a ninety nine because he can stand there. But his agility gonna be a seven, and his speed like his agility is still in daycare, and his and his speed is like about to graduate next year. Like get out of here! Man. But he's black. Once he there, he there. There, if you drop your broom and move faster than Taco Falls, like he cannot move. That's the problem. Like, like in the game where it's a post game, okay, hey, you're gonna dump it down to Patrick Ewing. And he's gonna bang Taco Falls. Can Andrew Bogut move? Can who? Andrew Bogut move. And where does Andrew Bogut play? Off the bench, right? Yeah, that's what Taco gonna play off the bench. You act like I'm saying start him. That's no, that's one, two. In this NBA, you don't even see Andrew Bogut no more. You see him in the finals, and he's way more skillful. I can't believe you said this. And he's way more skillful than Taco. Falls. On the offensive end, on the defensive end, Taco is way more skillful than him. How he's still trying to run out to the other end of the court. He all he gonna do is block the ball. That's it. From where? From three points on the other side? All he gotta do is run, block the ball, run to the three point line, set a pick for somebody, get a ball to them. As soon as they shoot, he go back down and play defense. That, that man moves like he's a folding chair. That Look, man moves one of your transformer toys. That man does not move. My transformer toys have 30, 40 points for articulation, so calm that down. But um, so now you're gonna sit on your own guy to talk to boost up. See, that's what I'm telling you. So, you're, and how many points articulation you got? Seven? Nah, maybe. Okay. Man, let me go, man. I'm I'm, I'm a holler child. Yeah, I'm not gonna keep doing this back and forth with Calhoun. And next time, bring a burrito to the party, not no damn taco. Hey, if he make the lead and he be some type of player, I want you to say something. He gonna be one kind of player. You talk about he gonna be. Just somebody who contribute. Contribute what? Like a to a cause or something? Where's the cause? Oh, to a team. To a team. Go Hawks. Exactly. <laughs> Taco for president. <laughs> this outtakes and bloopers is from the Super Bowl. It's a little bit of leftover Super Bowl content we had. And it is basically winners and losers of the Super Bowl. And just some other quick topics we didn't get a chance to talk about. So Calhoun and myself just had some more thoughts on the Super Bowl that didn't that make it to the podcast. And we just kept talking after the, after the mics were on. So hope you enjoy it. That's how this shit work. Yeah, so people wonder why we didn't do a podcast for the Super Bowl, and we started the podcast, but it wound up being a total wreck or whatever. Just bad technical, but we did salvage some of this from it. So, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl being in Atlanta? It, like, my fiance was like, Why aren't you more excited? The Super Bowl is in Atlanta. I'm like, Well, the Super Bowl has been here two other times. So, one, I'm older and I care less about the teams, and two, the city is in the same city. So, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? I mean, it's been a week after this happened. What were your th- What are your thoughts on? Pretty much that. What you mentioned. I, I think it was some bullshit. One, we are older, uh, so it's not like I was just diving into the festivities of the Super Bowl. I didn't dive into none of this shit. Actually, I, I dove into they had something right by my job, and so I went to that. But I didn't give a fuck about being in no traffic for this whack ass shit. Two, 
who the fuck wanted to see the Patriots again? And I didn't want to see them against the Rams because I knew what that was going to be. I didn't know it was going to be that bad of a Super Bowl and that boring, though. And three, it ain't the city no more. And the NFL ain't the NFL no more. So with all the shit looming, with the Kaepernick shit, you see they tore out. There's been a Kaepernick mirror here for three years. The one on the west side by the AU, by the AU Center. My man, I'm a model. It's so conveniently. Yeah, they so conveniently tore that down that week, Super Bowl week. Now, granted, the uh, uh, some artists in Atlanta got together and put up seven more, but they tore that down. So I mean, do you think a black person owned that for, owned that property? I know. That's the other part about this. The whole shit is moving. No, do you think that? Do you think that NFL paid whoever to tear that down that weekend? I don't know. I, I think it's something fishy with it, though. Definitely fishy. I just want to know, do you think the NFL did it or they just did it or somebody? Like, cause it, like you, you can't make the timing of that up. Like, that's right. that's kind of the fishy part of it. It's just, you know, I think we... That's ha- literally been there for years now. Like, that, that's that's not a coincidence that I tore down this week, that week. That's not a coincidence. You said something about Colin Kaepernick. Do you think that do you think he's a winner or a loser from this, or he's still where he is? Do you think he wound up winning this weekend, losing this weekend, or just wherever he was, that's where he was? He's winning, and of course, at this point, with me, it's irritating to me. Because the motherfucker, everybody speaks for this son of a bitch but him. But he's the only motherfucker not talking. He's a, he's literally, we said it before, he the nigga that fart in the elevator and walk out and everybody have to deal with it. So, I... This hit, as well, and the city, of course, ran out their coon brigade, right? Corn toss, which was just distasteful to me, that these niggas would even do that type of nonsense. You had King daughter, John Lewis and Andrew Young out here doing the corn toss. And if nothing else, you don't do it in this era, in this era right now. You just don't. You don't do that. You don't let them use you for, well, look, these niggas, there's some niggas right here. Did more than that motherfucker did. Well, I told you I disagreed with Andrew Young. I think I think they played on the old C now, man. Like Bernice King, out of all them King daughters, the one who probably I would be most, who's the most indefensible, at least from the outside looking in. Oh, that's something big John Lewis is too. He stayed with tap with his goddamn soft show for the fucking honkies. Well, he stayed I, with the soft You should go back. Uh, do you want to retell the story when you first met John Lewis? Oh, that's some bitch. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to retail and get that motherfucker no more fame with that. I told you then about that motherfucker. Yeah, it's, like, it's documented. It's on the podcast. We'll tell them whatever. It's actually like on the second podcast we ever did. So if you go through the archives and look at the second podcast we ever did, Calhoun tells a story about how he met Doc, um, the civil rights icon, John Lewis. Icon, my ass. <laughs> So they had him doing the toss for it. The commercial was weak. The halftime show was gay. The fucking game was atrocious. Jerry Goff is trash. I mean, it was just a piss poor. It represented the new Atlanta. It was piss poor. It was it was lackluster. Do you think they'll get another Super Bowl here anytime soon? Yeah, I get another one. I mean, it, the weather was right. The fans turned out was pretty good. No incidents happened in the city. On the, on the flip side, if he was in the city that, that week, because <clears throat> I work 
across the street from where they uh, where the Patriots were staying. The city was on a level of lockdown. It was crazy, man. It was every form of police in this motherfucker. Man, it was literally on every block. The police presence was crazy in the city. From helicopters to, man, it was horse police, bicycle, riders, GSP, you name it. Yeah, every fucking cop you can have in this motherfucker, man. But, that, the game wasn't really worth mentioning. That's why I really didn't deserve no episode. That shit was terrible. What's your thoughts on it? I wanted to finish it. I'm going to say my thoughts in this segment. Let's just do winners and losers real quick. And so, Everybody who watched football was a loser. We lost. I think the winners were, and it's interesting, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I, I think um, the I think for me a loser was Josh Gordon. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Man. Yeah, I think a loser was Sean. I mean, um, McVay and Jared Goff. Like, how can you? Like, it's one of them Super Bowls where you don't go, you don't get rid of nobody, but you it raises your antennas further up on Jared Goff. Like, he is the can we really win with this guy type person now? When I don't oh, think that was the problem at first. I think a huge loser in all this is Drew Brees and Sean Payton now because. If that Patriots team limping limp into a game with them motherfuckers, I think they get their hair with. I'm counting. I think another loser is the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes would have stuck good dick in L.A. Rams with Jared sure Goff not being able to move the ball. Sure would have. I think another loser is the NFL in that that was their second lowest rated Super Bowl in years. That was a horribly rated Super Bowl. Um, How much? What percentage do you think Kaepernick had to do with that? About 30 percent, thirty, forty percent. I think a big part of this was the matchup. Like, nobody gave a shit about watching the Patriots, and nobody, like, nobody. The Rams don't command nobody like that. It's not one of those teams that you just gotta watch. Yeah, so the the Patriots have the nation has Patriots fatigue. And the Rams are just blah, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, even the Falcons are blah. It's just we are from Atlanta, so it means more to us. But, like... The one thing the Falcons can do is score. So they can make a game out of something. Well, I mean, I think the Rams had the same... You would have thought the same for the Rams before that game. Like, Jared Goff was a question. Like, the difference is the Falcons didn't really have no offense, no major question going into that Super Bowl. It's like everybody was looking at Jared Goff like, are we sure? And you left it like, no, he's definitely not the answer. So that's the difference. And the, flip side, the flip side about talking about losers is what the fuck were they doing with Ty Gurley? And that's still a question mark to this day. Like, what the fuck happened? No, no I still don't know. Because he didn't, then it comes out he's not really hurt. He's not hurt when he was in the game. He didn't look hurt. He didn't look hurt, none of them plays. Yeah. So what was the misuse of Jerry uh, of? Of Ty Gurley. I don't understand what was the thinking that went behind that. Yeah. How do you sideline your, I, I won't say your best player because that's Aaron Donald, but. Your best offensive best player. player. Yeah. He was an MVP. He was in the MVP race for a long time up until over the two, last two weeks or three weeks of the season before he got hurt. He was in the MVP conversation. And you just go away from him all the way for fat ass CJ Henderson. 
I think they'll lose other rounds. I don't think they'll go back anytime soon. Damn. Huh? Hell no, they not. Quiet is kept. They put all their chips into the win or bust this year. What they signed? And Dominican Souf on the one year deal, Marcus Peters on the one year deal. Um it's not a lot of people on one year deals and other people are coming back up because the thing is if you don't win it this year coming up, Jared Goff is due money next year. And like you there's no way in the hell you'll win it paying him a hundred something million a year. You can cancel that. And you gonna have to pay Ty Girl if not that the the year after you pay him. After you just pay Aaron, 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 $130 million. Exactly. So, like, the Rams are actually the one on teams that, like, you got to – this got to be your shot. You got to go balls to the wall to win this game. And that's what makes – They did. They went and got to leave to – a key to lead. They went and got – No, I'm not uh, saying for the season. Pilot. I'm saying in that game. In that one particular game, you have to go balls to the wall to win that game. And that's what made Doug Peterson so great. He went balls to the wall to win that game. And off – Put it like this. It's like all. It's like Sean McVay was like the dude telling this whole girl, "I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you." You get to the bed, he can't even get it up. Right. He jacking off in the corner. Yeah, and that's what Sean McVay was like. He had some major shrinkage, and you know, I don't know if LA will get back because I think Paul he was getting too much credit for actually what the GM did, which is assembling a goddamn super team. So. And that's what it did because let's, it's not quiet as cut. Let's be honest. The Rams had the best team in the NFL this year. Yeah. Them folks were stacked top to bottom. Their biggest handicap was Jerry Goff. And that's their only handicap this year was Jerry Goff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even went and got Brandon Cook this year. Exactly. He went and signed everybody who he signed this year. Exactly. So the quietest kept the gym was an MVP this year for the team. Right. And so, you know, I, I think it was major shrinkage. I think they're actually a major losers. Like, just, I think Sean McVay is a major loser off of that. But, who you else? You Tom Brady go? You know, I'm always say pay Manning to go. I think Tom Brady, I don't think you can say Bill Belichick is the greatest and Tom Brady is the greatest. Like, I think one, you can't say that. That doesn't make sense to me. So, I think Bill Belichick is the GOAT. Tom Brady is number two all the time. Behind Peyton Manning. Listen, I, listen. I know I'm unpopular. I know I'm. A, that's an unpopular opinion alert. Like I know I'm in the minority, so I'm. With, but I'm willing to dive down that pipe. But you know, I do feel. It. I really, genuinely feel that in my heart. You get that motherfucker Tom Hicks problem. Tom Brady is a real problem. He take little short, unathletic white receivers, and he make them get 140 yards in the biggest game against the best. Most athletic defense in the league. So I mean, he, he shot it out with a young kid who had five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. And, shit. He, and he, at forty years old, he shot it out with him. I think Bill Belichick just played. Bill Belichick just had a good game plan for everybody. Like that's what I'm saying. He didn't shoot out against the Rams. Like I understand your point, and I agree with your point. I just, to me, it's just if you're asking who the who more the credit goes to is Belichick. That's ultimately what I say. I think they go hand in hand. I, I really do, but I, I see what you're saying. Um, but hopefully, this last year we deal with. It. You can't take that away from the motherfuckers either, because they went and beat the two teams that I thought could have beat them. They went and beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Well, I didn't think the Chargers were going to beat them. But I thought the Chargers would give them a better game. They beat the Chargers, then they went and beat 
the Rams. It was their year. They showed you. They went right back and got them, got their got they crown. Which, which leads me to my next loser in all this. Ooh. The NFL. Like other teams in the NFL. You have to, I don't think the Patriots won the championship so much as the NFL lost the championship this year. How so? I think every other team, I think you sit back and be like, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Like, you look at that journey, the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I, it got to be 10 teams who are like, we could have beat them. We could have won the Super Bowl this year. 10 legitimate chant teams to say that. Like, right. I think if you were some of those teams, we said New Orleans and Kansas City just because they were so close. I think if you, Philly, Philly the Chargers, New Orleans, New Orleans, the Bears, over in the West. Last point you thought, when we talked about the Ravens and Seattle. The Ravens, Seattle, even the Steelers. I think it's certain teams like, how the fuck did they put? Hell, even the Colts who were winning every, what they won, 10 straight games? Like, you got to sit back and be like, how the fuck did we lose to them? How the fuck did we lose to them? Like, it's like how what happened when we played flag football. We played, I forget the name of that team, we a whole bunch of old chubby men. The Astros. The Astros. They worked our ass. And we left their life. <laughs> How the fuck did we lose to them? And that's what the Patriots did. And like, when teams like that, it's not so much that they won, it's that you lost. Because you should be saying, How the fuck did you lose that game? Because you lost the game you shouldn't have lost. Right. And that's where that left me. That's where that left me. So I think that every other team in their field is a loser. Like, of course, not the teams who are, like, really, like Arizona, who are not going to fucking win. But, like, even, I mean, we're going to always make this about the Falcons on type of way. If you're the Falcons, you get to the playoffs this year, you have a, you have a great chance of winning. And the way that Super Bowl played out, you have a damn great chance of winning. Yeah. Redemption. Redemption. But, of course, it don't happen. So, I think the rest of the NFL is that. I got one last one of them. We can cut this off whenever you want to. Go ahead. The city of Atlanta. Oh, okay. How? I think they proved that they could host the Super Bowl. It was a good experience. The security was good. Like, you know, that's your part that the city of Atlanta could take care of. Traffic wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Exactly. It was a lot of people here. So, I think as good as a job. Everything the city of Atlanta can control, they get they get it an A plus job on. So I think that they will have a Super Bowl in the next ten years. That's a bold prediction for me. And they did a good job. They had a host of concerts and free events and a whole bunch of shit. The football experience. Atlanta really came to they had a lot of shit going on. And it went off without a hitch. So yeah, Atlanta did a good job of hosting it. Um, and if you didn't NFL, you got to be pleased with the way that it went here. I agree. Look up, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to include this last outtakes and blooper snippet because I don't even know what podcast this is from. I just know I had it on the computer, saved as an outtake and a blooper. So I'm going to put it in. I don't know what the topic was. I just know it's me and Calhoun. And we were just talking. And in fact, this is different because I think it was prior to us recording a podcast. So we were just having a side conversation before a podcast. Anyway, like I said, I don't know what episode this is from or even the topic that got us to this, but here it is. Enjoy. 
So as if the consumer is paying for it, there shouldn't be commercials. So it's just like with like YouTube and everything else. If you're paying for it, you should have to pay. So they're going to have to go back to making it. When if all else fails, free appeal to everybody. <laughs> I don't give a damn if you're from homeless to billionaire. Free gets your attention. Free is the only thing that beats I'm pussy. Huh? Free is the only thing that can beat pussy. Free, free trust pussy ain't even close. That's the only thing that beats pussy in a race. It, 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 well, it ain't the only thing, but it cause money consistently beat, beat it. There's a lot of things that consistently beat it, but I see what you're saying. What do you think but consistently yeah. beat pussy in a race? Man, money beats pussy. Nah, there's a lot of cats who miss money fucking with pussy. I ain't saying they miss money, but money beats pussy. Money I'm saying in general, pussy. we talking about for the masses, not just you. No, 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 no. I'm not talking pussy about beats you. money in a race sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. But money, money is the only thing that turns people evil. Well, money, money literally turns people evil. But you have some people, who, you have a good amount of people, especially guys, between pussy and money, they'll choose pussy. Nah, I don't think so. You see it every day. <laughs> niggas might fuck off a little bit, but they don't choose that pussy or money. Damn. I disagree. Nigga, don't talk. nigga, you might call out of work. The fuck? But you ain't about to keep missing work for no pussy. But you spend money on pussy. You you will spend like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you do all that. That's why you go get the money. You go get the money for the pussy. So maybe we look at the world differently. I think pussy rarely loses a race. But okay. I think it, I think you're right. I mean, it's a it's a it's a driving factor, especially we're talking about men. But there are things that but, Trump puts. free Trump pussy. Two niggas that we were talking about. Unless you're being <laughs> and the other nigga you talking about. Uh, for most niggas, and it, it's to a you. That's how you know because they don't want to go. You you'll go down bad for some pussy, but to an extent, some niggas will take it to that other level. <laughs> Them niggas rare. This next outtakes and bloopers is from a week of living rapid reaction podcast with the Falcons. Um, I think they beat Tampa Bay that week, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But anyway, Calhoun, Piehead, and myself give some more thoughts after we quit taping. Here they are. I don't know what you calling me, but I lost the bet. Uh, I had, and then, like an idiot, I bet with him again. <laughs> I, well, I'm more like the abuse. <laughs> yeah, at some point, it's, it's you, not them. Yeah, exactly. It's trying to be. It's over with. It's just like a girl who keep I'm, going back to the boyfriend who kick her ass. At some point, you like it. Hey, so much. <laughs> and I got to love it. I mean, we all do. We all Falcon fans. Huh? They don't even give you the gimme games. I mean, they Dallas just, at home did that. This ain't no Emmitt Smith Dallas. Did that Prescott, Jason Garrett Dallas. I think you overrate us and underrate them. Again, I think it go back to you look at the names on the paper. Is it like, okay. Is it like, yeah, again, hold on. I might be doing that. I, I agree with you, dude. But I've been watching Dallas because, again, that's all these sons of bitches show. Dallas is not good. But I they just so, beat a goddamn trash Johnson too. Let me ask you this. It's like this. Yeah, because Jerry Jones. It's like get, it's like getting this. Calhoun, it's like getting a whole organic, free range, marigold fed um chicken from Joyce Farms. And then it's about you get russet potatoes flown in organic from Idaho. You get 
herbs from France flown in fresh. They will pick the day they're here this afternoon. You get the top-notch carrots. You got the best oil, the best fryers. And you go give all that to an eight-year-old to cook. <laughs> they gonna fuck it up. So all the names don't mean nothing when nobody can get nothing from them. And they can't get it from themselves. So I agree. I mean, I gotta go, but I just don't see I don't see this core of players doing what needs to be done to win the Super Bowl. Players or coaches. I think it's time I, I actually think it's it's more time to get rid of the top end players than it is the middle to bottom end players. Well, I think you have I, go ahead. I'm agreeing. I'm yeah. saying agree. Agree. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I think if you make a a drastic coaching change to well because you you and I both know D, you know what I'm saying, Calhoun know this too. When you bring in uh, a different type of leader who can move the team, you can see a whole one eighty in the team. Just look at the Philadelphia team. Remember now, before they won the Super Bowl, they st- they weren't doing shit. And who the fuck was Peterson? There you go. He coming. And Carson went. He coming there, turn that shit around. Same thing with Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. He coming that motherfucker. You remember they say goddamn all your boy. Uh, but so, Jericho was punched. So yeah, let me say this. Cause I gotta go. Let me say this. That is true. But both of them came in this situation with young quarterbacks, young people they could shape and mold. Like, Jared Goff sucked. He's just a product of Sean play call, Peyton, I mean, Sean Medvedev's good play caller. Carson Wentz, we what still don't. Matt Ryan, man, Matt, and Matt, so the difference, you're right. All the players would be setting away. You got cream. But, goddamn, we already said Matthew Ryan and them, but a fucking machine. You just tell him what to do, he'll do it. So I think it's another thing we're missing. I think it's another thing we're missing with Matt Ryan that I haven't just not thought about. I don't think he had a clutch gene to quote Skip Bayless. I think all that works until the game on the line. He showed you today and they got that gave it up on D. Because D tied. He showed you. But he also showed you that field goal where they had the four down on the two and they had to kick a field goal too. So like for every bomb you seen the Julio, you seen what he did. They had to get field goals because of Matt Ryan a lot of the time. Alright guys, this concludes volume three of our takes and bloopers. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we hope you enjoyed it. And check our Patreon out. We have it's Digital Darren. Just search Digital Darren on Patreon. We have podcasts coming bi monthly on the Patreon. We did Aisha Curry. We got the NCAA Pimpin' Players. We got Nipsey Hustle coming soon. We got a, a separate Avengers podcast coming soon. We have two or three more other podcasts coming down the life pipe for our patreon users and for our normal regular channel we have a couple of music podcasts coming and a couple of atlanta related podcasts coming and i think if you if you're from atlanta you really like those the, all the other ones are more generic and everybody like those but the atlanta spe- specific ones are really fun calhoun's gets really passionate on those and i get passionate too on a couple of those but we got a good amount of podcasts coming this summer between the tide you over to football season. And of course we'll do some football related podcasts to get you ready for football season. Thank you guys for listening as, as always, and make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.